Thank you for joining us for Redeemer Radio's share While we might not have people available to answer phones right now, depending on when you're listening to this, you can always donate online at RedeemerRadio.com slash donate. And you can find more information about share and the different hours at RedeemerRadio.com slash share And please share this podcast with your friends and family so that others can hear about the mission of Redeemer Radio and support it as well. Welcome back. Today is just another Tuesday for most of the world, but it's our first day of share here in Indiana, celebrating Redeemer Radio and all kinds of different ministries that are happening around the area. And I'm Kyle Hyman, joined by none other than the Father Bill Coomer. It's been Far too long since we've gotten to hang out, Father Bill. It was a, a time when we used to see each other on our first Friday in this very palatial studio of yours, <laughs> Kyle. Right. Good to see you again. Yeah. So, Father Bill, you've brought some of your staff members from St. Joe Hessen Castle. Care to introduce your friends here? Well, I have a couple of things to say ahead of time. Number okay. one, we've always been allotted the time directly after the Tipman hour on uh, Thursday, but right. this year we have been bumped up to Tuesday. Uh-huh. So we're delighted to be here, but uh, would like to shout out to Mr. John Tipman. He still needs to send us the $10 that we always get before we start our hours. So right. Mr. Tipman, if you're listening to the radio, please uh, send a $10 bill directly to uh, the <laughs> Redeemer Radio. Uh, with us today, uh, <laughs> Kyle, is uh, people that make St. Joseph and Hesitant Council work. Uh, sitting next to you is Mrs. Leanne Knurk. Uh, uh, Leanne uh, works in our office and tries to make everything uh, happen smoothly. Uh-huh. Uh, she works as a part-time secretary, which means she does everything uh, that comes in the door. And next to her is Mr. Thomas Saul. Uh, Tom is an uh, uh, old friend of mine. When he came to work for us, he brought me a picture of himself uh, in my arms at the tender age of oh, nice. about six months or so. So, uh, Was that his baptism? Yeah, well, it was some party, uh, maybe <laughs> okay. a birth. I don't remember exactly. It was a long time ago. He He's actually over 30 now, so it is like that. But it's a great delight uh, when he came to work with us at uh, St. Joseph, and he is our uh, liturgy and music director. So uh, Tom's here today to uh, tell us some stories about uh, how uh, faith can grow through the work of the radio. Good. And last but not least is our school principal, Mrs. Janine Skordos. Uh, Janine's been with us for about three years, but a longtime educator in the diocese, worked at Bishop Allure's High School for about six or seven years. So we're, I'm delighted she's here, and she keeps me from getting uh, too wild. So that, <laughs> that's that's who's with us. So if you don't mind, I'll go task. ahead. And, and uh, uh, I do miss uh, the uh, Coomer's Corner, I should tell you that, yeah. in case we can get Mr. Black to kind of soften up a little bit. Nonetheless, uh, uh, let us uh, say a prayer. In the name Please. of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Lord Jesus Christ, by your death on the cross, you triumphed over sin and death. Raise our fallen world to the glory of, that no human wisdom can expect. Please grant all who are listening trust in your salvation and a zeal to share it with our brothers and sisters. And we ask this in your holy name, who live and reign with the Father in unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Thank you, Father. I want to encourage people, anybody listening right now, or you're watching on Facebook or on YouTube, hello, welcome. 
Get out your phone and open up the text messaging and put in the following number. And I'm going to tell you what to do with that number in a minute. Uh, 260-436-9598. Okay. So in, in the, where it says two or, or who you're sending it to, 260-436-9598. And then just say uh, your favorite thing about Father Bill in the text message or how much you'd like to donate. Either one. Or you can text the word give in there and it'll give you some instructions on, on how to donate. But if you donate a any amount, we will be very appreciative. If you donate $120, we have a t-shirt, which I am wearing. Uh, a nice shirt that says Made for Greatness, which comes from the Pope Benedict XVI quote that it, as he's credited as saying, the world promises you comfort, but you were not made for comfort. You were made for greatness. And so... We want to reflect on that a little bit as we celebrate our share uh, That's for a $120 one-time gift, or if you do $10 a month, uh, you can do the math over a year. That kind of adds up. We'll still give you a t-shirt. Uh, or if you do $300 or more, we have some Notre Dame tickets to give away, which we can talk about a little bit more. A USC is the, is the game, big game. It's like 300 and some dollars per ticket normally. Uh, you can get entered in a chance to win those. And then we also have day sponsors starting at $400. So you can contribute now, help support us and help us to reach our goal for this hour. And uh, Father Bill, what is going on in Hessen Castle these days? Since we haven't had a Coomer's Corner in, <laughs> in a long time, well, I, I used, feel like we've got a lot to catch I up on. I used to be able to talk about the spiritual development and things. Uh, but I guess the, the latest thing uh, is our restoration and remodeling in the uh, restroom area and office area of our school building. Okay. Uh, through God's uh, great grace and the generosity of the people of Hessen Castle, we were able to to raise uh, thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars wow. to, to do this renovation. So we're very proud. And we opened for business on the day after Labor Day on Tuesday a week ago. So it's, uh, I guess that's the, the big news in terms of uh, energy, money, time, and things. But beyond that, we want to expand also our work of the church, and that is to uh, uh, provide charity f- for the needy, to provide a spiritual development for, for all of us. And uh, obviously through uh, Tom's great uh, uh, work to provide uh, prayerful and uh, uh, spiritually developing uh, worship services. And I can't uh, thank uh, all of these people, and Tom especially, for making our liturgy work so well. Uh, also, a little footnote for Tom. Mm-hmm. I, I brag about him not only for his liturgical life, but also maybe the best Oh. Uh, blues pianist in the city of Fort Wayne. Blues pianist. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so, Tom, how did you go from blues pianist to organist? Was that a, a smooth transition? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> it's kind of apples and oranges, but the, the um, I tell people I play church in the morning and blues in the night. Okay. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I guess a few years ago, I was just kind of keeping my eyes peeled for um, different job opportunities. And uh, I happened to catch um, like on Indeed or Glassdoor or one of these websites, uh-huh. I saw like music director needed or something. And I it caught my eye and I thought, well, I guess I'll look at it. And it said St. Johessen Castle needed for this, this and this. 
And then at the very end, it said, if interested, please contact W. Coomer uh-huh. at whatever, St. Joe. And um, and then so I thought, Father Coomer needs a music guy. And <laughs> I've always loved Father Coomer because he was at St. John's on Fairfield, which is where I grew up. Uh-huh. And so I never had any intention of applying for the position. I just thought I sent him an email and I said, hey, Father Coomer, I'm not asking for this job or anything, but if you <laughs> need a guy to come in and help you out, I would offer my services. And so he said, well, do you have any interest in being a church musician? And I was like, I really haven't thought about it. He said, well, just write a cover letter and come in for an interview and see how it goes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so um, we set the date and I was um, pleased to meet the different people on the staff and and uh, I guess like a couple of weeks later, I got an offer and I said, sure, why not? And um, and it's really been life changing. It's been an immense grace from God. And um, um, I, it's not something that I really even thought I would do just because of my uh, involvement in like playing in the secular scene, if you will. But um, yeah, it's just afforded me such a huge um, growth in my spiritual life and to be able to meet people and be involved in the church um, intimately is, has been more than I could ever ask for. So I'm very blessed to be there. So when you say life changing, what was, what was life changing about it? Oh boy. Um, Well, like just to, you know, like having a steady career, Uh (laughs) like as, as a person in his mid twenties, I mean, now I'm 30, but like, you know, your twenties are hard. Yeah. And like, um, I guess just my prospects at the time were like, what am I going to do? And so just to even have like, um, you know, job security and then, and then also to be in a position where, um, I have been surrounded by like pious people and to be surrounded by a very faithful congregation, um, is very edifying, Mm -hmm. um, spiritually. So to be, to have to, um, to, to be enlisted to sing all these songs about um, Jesus or the church and to rub shoulders with um, people of such great faith really uh, has made an impact on my own life because it's uh, just informed my, my own way of communi- communicating with God and trying to, you know, uh, radiate the same faith that I profess to sing, you know. Well, and I think sometimes we can think that only the opposite is true. Like we have this faith and then we express it through song and not to think that the song can actually kind of feed us the other direction and that it's a, it's a both and kind of thing. It definitely is. Yeah. And I take that seriously when I, we have our little missalette, you know, we do the breaking bread. And so I, I, um, I'm always reading the lyrics and try to, um, and the verses of the hymns and things and just try to put myself in the shoes of the people who are sitting in the pews and think like, what would be a good thing for them to pray at this moment? You mm-hmm. know, and that's that's and I always pray to my guardian angel every time I make the liturgy plans for the masses. <laughs> and um, and yeah, it is it's super uh, it does inform you and it does edify you. And that's supposed to be like the purpose of sacred music. Like it's for the sanctification and the edification of the faithful. Yeah. So how was the adjustment to playing the organ? Do you, do you do the organ shoes? 
I don't do no. I play barefoot. Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, I wear my socks, but um, for those that don't know, I mean, there's, there's they make special organ shoes that have these huge heels on them. They do to elevate your foot off the. They're they're uncomfortable and they, they look <laughs> awkward. So I just you know. Okay. Um, but I so when I was at the Josephine, um, I was um, enlisted to uh, play for like Lods and Vespers. In so their, in their back chapel? up a second. This is when you were a seminarian. Yes. Right. Yes, exactly. So which you are not any longer a seminarian. Nope, that's correct. Uh-huh. And so um but during that time they knew I played piano and um and so Jason Kiefer, the music director there, um who's amazing, uh said, "Would you like to play the organ?" and I'd never done it. Um but it was a very smooth transition. Okay. Um and I can't explain how I do it, but uh-huh. just somehow there's something that goes on in my brain that is able to connect all of the things and <laughs> and that's what I do. I don't know. Very good. Yeah. So you talked about like praying on the lyrics and, and things. Is there any lyrics in the songs that you sing at church that really have jumped out to you? Maybe something you sang your whole life and you didn't realize like, oh, wow, this is really a, a deep meaning or something maybe more re- recently that you've come across and you really enjoy the lyrics of? Boy, that's a good question. Uh, man, there's so many. Probably... Um, you know, if I, the hymn that just jumped out at me right at, from the outset is um, the king of love, my shepherd is. Huh. And uh, I guess I like that um, just because of its, well, it has a nice Irish sensibility to it, but it's a good meditation on, on Psalm 23 and, um, and uh, just it expresses, I guess, our relationship to um, how Jesus is always going to leave the 99 to go, uh, you know, search after the one. And I think uh, many of us can relate to the experience of um, falling short, and um, it it, it had just has a nice sentiment to it and expresses it very well melodically as well. So, well, along those lines, that that parable is something that comes up here on the station often. We talk about the need to go after those that are struggling in their faith, those that maybe don't have faith or you know don't don't know where to turn, or that are. Thinking about leaving the church, those that are kind of on the fringe, maybe those that are thinking about joining the church, you know, all of these people that maybe aren't in our pews, maybe aren't engaged, they're not reading spiritual works and stuff. Like, how do we reach out to them? And those are the kind of people that can stumble across Redeemer Radio, and that's who we want to reach out to. And that's who we're we're guiding our, our programming toward is those that need it the most, because, you know, those that are super engaged Catholics are probably going to find the resources that they need. And hopefully the stuff that we're creating is still going to help them grow in their faith as well. Uh, but we do want to reach out to those. And if that's something that you want to support, that is that is what we're doing here. We have our share and we are raising money for Redeemer Radio so that we can continue to reach out to those that are in need. You can text the word GIVE to 260-436-9598. A robot will respond to you. Uh, but we do have people that are also on there that are would engage with you. If you have questions, if you have uh, things that you want to donate, if you want to donate stock or something like that, we, we're happy to to help in any way that we can. 260-436-9598. You can also donate online at redeemerradio.com. 
Uh, actually, if you click the little share a button there, there's information about donating. There is the schedule of what's coming up for share as well as uh, past things that have already happened. So if you missed an hour earlier today, you can go back and listen to it as a podcast. You can watch it on Facebook or YouTube. And anybody that donates $120 will get a T-shirt that says Made for Greatness. It's very soft, very comfortable. And also, I like that it's not super preachy. It's like I wear this to the baseball game and I don't feel like this weird, awkward person that's saying, ask me about Jesus or something like that. You know, it's just like something kind of subtle. And when people ask, then we can have a conversation about it a little bit deeper. Uh, so you can get that T-shirt if you donate $120, which is approximately what it costs us per hour when you break down all the expenses over the course of a year. And so $120 gets a T-shirt, $300 for a chance to win the Notre Dame tickets. We've got a day sponsor that starts at $400. And you can find all this if you donate at RedeemerRated.com or just text 260-436-9598. Help us get towards our goal today. We've got uh, our first pledge came in from the Rooprites. So thank you to them. Uh, we had Mr. and Mrs. Douglas Strait make a donation. And, oh, we've got, if we get 25 pledges, we get a bonus of $500. Leonard Herber also pledged. Thank you, Leonard. Uh, $500 bonus if we can get 25 pledges. So that doesn't matter how much people donate. If you just want to make a, a pledge for $5 or $10 or $10 a month or or $5,000, we'll, we'll accept that too. Uh, $5,000 and up are also welcome. So uh, we want to talk a little bit about this. I could talk to you about music all day, Tom. But sure. what, what is going on at St. Joe Hessen Castle School these days? I, I, I used to go there every once in a while for Catholic Schools Week and stuff. We'd be recording. We are having a lot of excitement at uh, our school. We actually introduced the Virtue Equals Strength program, which was sports leadership. Okay. Virtue Equals Strength? Virtue oh. Equals Strength. Uh -huh. So it introduces the students to a new virtue Every week. Okay. Um, and they've kind of tailored it now. It used to be for high school athletes. Uh -huh. They've tailored it and really uh, made it more applicable for kids all the way down to preschool. And so each week we introduce a new virtue to the kids and we talk about it throughout the week in their classes, in the hallways, over prayer, over the announcements. Um, and, and they've really taken it to it. We started that last year. And uh, last year I was able to go into the classrooms each week and, and introduce it. Now, so um, not able to do that this year, but the kids responded to it. I heard great things from the parents. Uh, we send home a parent letter each week, introducing the virtue, telling them how they can live it in their yeah. in their families. Um, so it's it's been a fabulous thing to do. Um, the kids are the kids are able to go to mass every week, uh, twice a week, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, we actually started a we have a new teacher this year. She's an instructional coach, is what we call her. She's working with all kids. She's really an enrichment teacher, which we've never been able to have before. So she does guided reading groups. Okay. Um, so we're moving into the 21st century now, Very which good. is great. Um, we're almost one-to-one. -one. We're working that way um, to where the kids will each have their own computer. Mm -hmm. um, so it's been fabulous. And, and back on the music with Tom last yeah. year, we couldn't have music with our music teacher because of, of the craziness in the world. Mm -hmm. um, Tom came in and tried to teach, tried to get the kids in the junior high in grades five through eight to appreciate rock and roll. Okay. And I felt right. sorry for him because I thought they were going to fall asleep while he was introducing the Beatles and oh. Billy Joel. And what? I'm like, what is wrong with you kids? Come on. This is fab <laughs> fabulous music. That's right. And they just looked at me like, what are you, crazy? <laughs> I gave him the goods. I tried everything I could. <laughs> but he was able to get some kids to sing up in the choir during mass. And, yeah. and actually, that was our ultimate goal. So, so that worked. 
That's, that's interesting. Is this like a sneaky approach of start with the Beatles and end up in mass? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, start with some Miles Davis and then the on you stay. Uh, <laughs> very good. Okay, so I wrote down virtue equals strength because I, I'm curious for our own school. Uh, how, how does this work? Is this something you subscribe to? or? Yes. Uh, Bishop Rhodes actually introduced it to us last year and encouraged us to um, introduce it into our schools. Okay. And so Father Coomer was generous enough to say, yeah, let's do this. It was a three-year commitment. Okay. And the bishop paid $4 of the $5 per student subscription oh. for the first year. Um, definitely, it's worth it. It's worth looking. They give you so much, so many materials. And like I said, it's applicable from pre-K all the way up. So you decide what you want to use. They give you each month, they give you a celebration you can do. Uh, one of them was Eucharistic procession through the school at the beginning of the school year. Um, another one is go through and bless all the classrooms. So things to, to keep the faith in the front of the minds of the kids. And uh, I think it's got fabulous, fabulous resources. So it's definitely worth looking into. Um, I believe if you either put sports leader in there or you put virtue equals strength, you'll be able to find it. Okay. Uh, Lou Judd is, is the gentleman who's developed it. From out of Kentucky. Very good. And is, is this something that you integrate with the parish as well, or is it just a school thing? Oh, I don't think we've uh, done it necessarily with the parish as a whole, but uh, many things that emanate from our school does, in fact, permeate across the uh, congregation. Mm -hmm. And for those that aren't familiar with St. Joe Hessen Castle, I, you've been in large parishes and small parishes what are the dynamics? How would you describe to somebody not familiar with St. Joe Hesse Castle? If you're trying to put me on the spot, remember, I know Andrea very personally, so she can get you right on this microphone. <laughs> no, nonetheless, uh, <laughs> how do you describe it? Uh, we have certainly the image of being one, one of those small little uh, parishes out uh, in the uh, fringes of the big city, mm -hmm. but there is uh, not one thing that the... Uh, that, that we don't do that uh, we would have done in a larger parish. And we may not be able to do it on as uh, big as scale because sure. we don't have, the, have that many people. But we try to stay attuned to things coming out of uh, diocesan directives, uh, programming, and all of that stuff. For example, as you've been talking with Bishop Rhodes about the local chapter of the Catholic Relief Services and mm -hmm. all the we're going to do our best to make that happen. Yeah. We may not be able to have the resources that they might have on the north side of town, but we do have that. So we, we just have a, a nice group of people. They, they seem to not only uh, like each other, they seem to also have some Christian love toward one another. And uh, it's uh, stable kind of in terms of population. I tease the people that the uh, same names in our cemetery are the same names in the pews. Mm. Uh, the families just stay yeah. there. So, uh, which reminds me to call out somebody, uh, Miss Veronica Wisp, please call. Uh, <laughs> and I promise not to call her speed on the air. Uh, so, uh, we'll have her call. So anyway, it's a nice place. I mean, what can I say? The sense that I've always gotten anytime that I've been there at the school or the parish is just that kind of tight knit community, uh, mm -hmm. almost like a family that, you know, I went to Purdue university and it's big and you, you're just a number kind of thing. I had a great experience. It was good. Uh, but then I know friends that went to a small college and it's a different experience. And I kind of feel like it's like that with St. Joe Hessen Castle. It's, it's a small parish, but then everybody knows each other and it's just more friendly. And like somebody shows up at a large parish from out of town, you would never know because they just blend in. And there's a lot of people I don't know here. 
But uh, with St. Joe Hesse Castle, it just seems like a tighter yeah. community. Yeah. We try to learn each, each, each other's names, and that helps. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let, let's give a little update here. I think we already had Leonard Herber's pledge in. Uh, we've got Brittany Zembala. Zembala. Made a donation. Thank you, Brittany. And Corky and Donna Gleason, thank you for your donation. And so I, uh, if I do my math here, we've got maybe about 20 more that we need uh, to any uh, donations of any amount. And then we get the $500 bonus. So if you can help us out, any donation at all, you can just text your pledge in 260-436-9598. You can text the word give to that number. Two six zero four three six ninety five ninety eight, and it'll give you some instructions. Let us know if you want to do a one-time donation or if you'd like to do a monthly donation. Either one is welcome. And also, if you want to get that shirt, it's one hundred twenty dollars. Says made for greatness. Three hundred dollars for a chance to win tickets to Notre Dame versus USC, and then a day sponsor starts at four hundred dollars and up. So you can donate online, RedeemerRadio.com. And you can go redeemerradio.com slash shareathon for more information about shareathon, including the donation link and past hours that are posted there. Uh, this hour will be up there momentarily after this is over. It will be available to, to watch or listen after the fact. And then also you can donate through the app if you prefer, the Redeemer Radio app, free for download for any smartphone or tablet. Just search for Redeemer Radio, download it. You can stream live through there or make your donation through there. Uh, we have a shout out to Father Billy. We love you. Oh, did, good. <laughs> do, do, does somebody call you Father Billy? Somebody I, does, yes. <laughs> just, okay. All right. Well, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, hopefully we've got some more donations that we can go through and get closer to that 25 pledges so that we can get the bonus of $500. We are here with Father Bill Coomer and friends from St. Joe Hessen Castle. You're listening to the Fall share here on Redeemer Radio. You can give sustaining support to Redeemer Radio by becoming a recurring donor. Ongoing contributions help to reduce our dependence on Sherathon and allow us to focus on programs and future needs. Your recurring donation can be automatically charged to a credit or debit card or transferred from a bank account. I came back to my faith in my mid-20s, and so for the period of time that I was not practicing I feel like I missed out on a lot, a lot of learning and enrichment and understanding the Catholic viewpoint. So Redeemer Radio and its programming helps me. I feel like I'm catching up and and it, it just fills my brain and heart with so many wonderful things to keep me thinking throughout the day. Redeemer Radio programs accompany listeners at every stage of their faith journey. For men and women raised in the faith and those searching for the fullness of the truth, our programming has something for everyone. Your donation helps bring the truth of the Catholic faith to listeners 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It costs about $120 to provide Redeemer Radio listeners with one hour of Catholic programming. All donors who give this amount or more automatically qualify for a specially designed t-shirt. Call today and support Redeemer Radio's efforts to amplify the voice of the Creator with content that invites. All right, welcome back to our Fall share I'm Kyle Hyman, hosting this hour with none other than Father Bill Coomer. I, I, I don't want to say retired from Coomer's Corner, because I'm hoping for the triumphant comeback of Coomer's Corner. 
I'll try to bribe uh, Mrs. Black, see what happens. <laughs> okay. We're here with St. Joe Hessen Castle, raising money for Redeemer Radio for the Fall share We've got a bunch of pledges coming in, and if we get 25 in this hour, we get an extra bonus of $500. Uh, we've got a, a Sandra and Bill Beard donated, so thank you to them. And all of those that have donated and supported Redeemer Radio, we appreciate you. All of the volunteers that have helped out and made this share possible. Uh, really, I, I say this often, but the cost of running the station would be so much more if we had to pay everybody that volunteered. <laughs> so we are very grateful for everybody's help. If you want to support Redeemer Radio, you can text 260-436-9598. You can go online to RedeemerRadio.com and donate there. Or you can donate in the app, whatever is easiest for you. Uh, if you want to call, you know, I, I got in the habit of saying that you need to text this number, but you can call too. We've got people here. When I was on this morning, uh, we didn't, nobody wanted to get up at seven o'clock to answer phones. So uh, we do have people here ready to take your call. So you can call 260-436-9598. If you've got a prayer request, if you've got a question about Catholicism, if you'd like to make a donation, we've got people ready to help you out, ready to stand by. Uh, Leanne, you mentioned that you work at the parish, and this is a new position for you? It is. I began in February earlier this year. And how's that transition been? I absolutely love it. Um, it was pretty easy at first because um, I'm, I help Michelle out with all of the tasks in the office. Uh-huh. Uh, she's the main, she's the administrator and the main financial person. And so I take on, I do the bulletin, um, keep up with all the important information that needs to be announced there. Um, Father helps me out with the universal prayers. I type those up, okay. general announcements after church. So lots of different tasks. And is it different than your previous job? Yes. So um, I come from a dental career as a receptionist, uh-huh. and that was really, really busy. And uh, it's very different. The atmosphere, it's a very different atmosphere. So um, when I transitioned, it's it was just very relaxing for me, okay. and I could leave the stress behind. Father Bill isn't yelling at you all day long <laughs> with demands? Twice an hour. No. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's cutting back. Okay, that's good. <laughs> no, he's very forgiving. Um, you know, making mistakes along the way. But I think that's where the difference is, mm-hmm. is that. Uh, there is forgiveness, and you are human, and there and Christ is present. Hmm. So it's really nice to be able to work in that type of an atmosphere. And I consider everyone at St. Joseph uh, family and friend. Yeah, you know, I've been there over twenty years, so it's nice now that I can serve in that way. Yeah, yeah. And you said you've been a longtime listener of Redeemer Radio as well. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. I've been listening for maybe six, seven years. Uh-huh. Not not a long, long time. Okay. But um, since I started listening, it was on and off. I would change the station. Mm-hmm. I generally listen to the radio in my car. Mm-hmm. And um, I became a faithful listener. I don't veer from it hardly ever. Yeah. And I went to Catholic school one year growing up. I did make all of my 
sacraments. Uh-huh. However, I feel like there were missing parts in my catechism. Okay. And I've been able to learn quite a bit about the Catholic faith through Redeemer Radio. So it's found a special place in my heart. Anything in particular that on the, that everything Catholic like? answers? Oh, sure, sure. Um, I subscribe to a lot of the co- podcasts mm-hmm. if I miss them. Um, praying, praying the Divine Mercy Chaplet at mm-hmm. three o'clock. Um, if that's on for me, I know I used to pray that while waiting to pick up my children yeah. at Bishop Lewers yep. in line. Um, so that's close to my heart as well. Um, I've subscribed to many of your podcasts, um, Ave Explorers. Uh-huh. So a lot of different things. They, you know, they all just touch me, and I, I, I feed on it. Uh-huh. Coomer's Corner, of course. Of course, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I they're, miss it. They're available on the archives, by the way. That's yes, right. <laughs> right. If you go to kylehyman.com and search for Coomer, you'll find all the past episodes of, of the Kyle Hyman show with Father Bill Cooper. For those that aren't used to listening in the morning and you, you don't know, Father Bill used to come on the first Fridays and uh, talk about a, a lot of different things, saint of the day or mm-hmm. or current events sometimes, give us a little homily, a little reflection on something. And so it was always fun. A little bit of a handball and give me one of these microphones. I'm all set to go. Yeah. <laughs> and some coffee. We always had had some coffee for you. Has Andrea's <laughs> brewing got better? I'm just curious. <laughs> wasn't she making it like twice as concentrated? As she it, obviously you know? wasn't a coffee drinker. I knew that from the first sip. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was supposed to put like one cup, one scoop for every two cups, but she was doing one scoop for every cup and it made it twice the amount of the coffee that they had for the water. Uh, let's see. We've got Jerry and Karen Wiss or Weiss pledged. Uh, thank you for your support. I'm not sure how many we're up to. If we get 25 pledges, then we get a bonus of $500. So, again, uh, the, I, as far as I know, there's no minimum on what that pledge needs to be. So, if you'd like to just donate $5, uh, $10. Well, I can tell you just a little something about that name you just mentioned. Uh-huh. Uh, depends on what side of the St. Mary's River you live. Okay. It's Wiss or Weiss, depending on what side you live. Okay. Yeah. Down in Decatur, we have Weisses. Yeah. Yeah. So, you're on the wrong side of the river down oh, there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's Wiss. Wiss. Uh, okay. All right. Well, good to know. Uh, yeah. So you can text the word GIVE to 260-436-9598. You can call that number and some very nice person is going to answer the phone and take down your information for you and ask you uh, if there's anything we can do to pray for you. Because one of the most common prayer requests that we get when we do this is for people whose children have left the church. Can you pray for my child or my grandchild that isn't going to mass anymore, that it isn't uh, practicing the faith? And the more and more we've gotten that prayer request, the more we felt called to help do something about that. And I think what you're talking about, the catechetics, Catholic answers is is one of those ways. I mean, people have questions about the faith and they might stumble across Redeemer Radio, uh, might intentionally tune into Redeemer Radio because they have those questions and are looking to grow in their faith. And so that's what we're here for. Again, 
888-995-9598. You can donate at RedeemerRadio.com slash Shareathon, where there's information about donating. There is the previous episodes. This will be posted there when we're done here, as well as the, the upcoming schedule as well, because this is going to go on till Friday. Uh, but anybody that donates during this hour, if we can get up to 25 pledges, we will get an extra $500 bonus. So help our friends out from St. Joe Hessen Castle to reach that goal as we continue to learn more about uh, the good people at St. Joe Hessen Castle. Father Bill, uh, what else, what, what is something recently that uh, you've done? I feel like you're always doing fun, different things, your May crownings or in, and different things to get people involved. Well, I wish I could uh, tell you great stories about uh religious advancement, uh-huh. but uh, we sometimes are caught up with the uh, kind of the mundane things. So our energies, uh, well, uh, are aimed at the annual fall festival. Yeah. So when you're driving up and down Highway 27, pull over and you can have a hot dog or a bratwurst or something. That's the last Saturday of the month. The, uh, I think it's the 25th of September. Okay. That's kind of them. But uh, this weekend, uh, I have been probably... A, uh, a little remiss in trying to provide uh, religious or community experience for uh, some of our high school members. So we're going to try a, a little uh, thing this Saturday, uh, three-part moment, and we're going to invite our, uh, well, they can bring their friends as well, but our high school people, and we're going to have a about 20 minutes of uh, catechesis followed by a uh, an hour-long game of volleyball, and followed by as much uh, pizza pie that you can eat. So it, <laughs> All right. it should. And I understand that younger people can eat more than just one slice. You might be surprised. Yeah, you know, might be surprised indeed. Uh-huh. Anyway, so that's kind of things coming up like that. Uh, we at Saint Joseph have been celebrating the whole year with the rest of the church. The year of Saint Joseph. Yes. So we're having a presentation uh, organized by the Knights of Columbus of all people. And they've invited uh, Monsignor Owen Campion. Uh-huh. Uh, you know him is uh, sort of retired, but also been around Catholic press for all of his uh, ministry, I should think, as a priest. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, he's coming in on Wednesday evening, the 6th of October, to uh, give us a, a reprise of uh, Pope uh, Francis' story about the weather the different aspects of looking at Joseph and how that can be applied to our kind of daily living, not only for the guys, but also for the for the whole uh, congregation as a whole to uh, look upon the uh, intercession uh, of the great uh, Father uh, of, of Christ and mm-hmm. protector of the Holy Family. So those things are coming up. So I don't know anything else. Uh, these the ladies will know more, and, and Tom has to show up to do it all in uh-huh. <laughs> Since we were here together, they installed these uh, sneeze thing. I yeah. keep hitting it. Yeah, Those we, of you on the, I'm hitting this thing accidentally. A- extra protection here. We've got these little shields up. But they're clear, so then you don't see them, and then you hit them. Yeah. So, uh, Tom, I wondered if you could give any advice. You mentioned this transition from, you know, Beatles and Miles Davis into church music. Any advice on to how to get young people to participate in singing at Mass? Oh, man. Uh, specifically, <laughs> uh, my sons, Sebastian and Frank and Xavier, uh, I, I keep every time I'm like nudging them and like put the book in front of them and we're, f- you know, trying to sing. 
sometimes they do okay, but sometimes they just get. A little I wish I wish I had a magic formula for you, Kyle. But it's yeah, I, I don't know. I think when. From my observation, in my opinion, okay, it seems to me that a lot of the younger kids, like at St. Joe, for example, they are very uh, more enthusiastic. They're much more enthusiastic about singing. Uh, and I think that there's less like social pressure that they're aware of. Yeah. And then when you get into like the seventh and eighth grade, I think it's and then high school, it's just hard to get their mouths open. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know in terms of um, introducing your kids to the classic hymns of the church. I mean, there's lots of like playlists on Spotify or, mm-hmm. um, you know, iTunes or Apple music, I guess. Uh, and, um, uh, yeah, but at mass, man, I don't, I don't know. That's a tough one. I, I feel like we had a little bit of a, a hiccup in the, in the system too, whenever we had the masks on and uh, there was a while that we weren't singing and stuff. And so it almost kind of like we dipped down a little bit and now we got to, Get the get the plane back up before it lands, you know, and try to get them participating. I, I keep encouraging them that the the singing, it doesn't matter what your voice sounds like, right? It's it's participating. This is a prayer. And the more we participate in mass, the more we're offering ourselves and the more we're gonna get out of it. And yeah, of course. And just to um yeah, just to encourage the the spiritual dimension of it as like part of the reason why we're here is to give glory to God. Mm-hmm. And that um, when you sing, you do that twice over, right? As St. Augustine says. And um, and just that that's part of the reason why we're alive. That's part of the reason why God made us is, is for himself. And that um, music is like one of the best ways that you can do that. And if, you know, like you said, if you don't have a good voice or you're embarrassed about it or something like that, I think that's kind of like a false mentality that kind of keeps us from sharing that communion. And I, I just yeah. don't. Yeah. So that's, just, just to not be afraid, I guess, really. That quote, singing is praying twice. Break that down for us. What does that mean to you? Uh, well, so the mass and like our, our our liturgies are like supposed to be sung. Like we have chant parts of mass and our whole um, Catholic heritage, especially like from our Jewish brothers and sisters have um, – handed on to us like the Psalms Mm -hmm. and their own liturgical rites that um, like there's awesome Jewish. um, Yeah. Like uh, I don't even know what you would call them musical forms, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, uh, yeah, we just have like a very rich heritage of music in the church and that um, uh, music as something that's beautiful Mm -hmm. is uh, elevates our experience and helps us enter into the friendship and the communion that we share with God. And so um, it's, um, you know, uh, it's not, it's not icing on the cake. It's part of the cake. I like that. You know, it's a, it's, it's intrinsic to like the way that we do things as God's people. The way you're describing that made me think of like that, the goodness, truth, and beauty, like the, the three transcendentals and that the truth is the words and the beauty could be the words as well, but it, the music adds to that. And the more we add the goodness, the truth, the beauty, the more we can pile on top of there, the better it is. Definitely. Definitely. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot, Jeannie. I, I would love for you, and I'm going to give you some time to think about it because I'm going to give people a little update here. As a principal, any advice for parents, grandparents of elementary kids, but any, any children on uh, any, anything to do with education, maybe specifically with the faith, growing them up, maybe things you see 
parents uh, maybe doing well and you're like, hey, this we've got this one family that's doing this. Or maybe you see parents kind of maybe not doing so well, you know, like, oh, we just depend on the school for doing all of the catechesis. We don't teach the faith at home. That's the church's job. Uh, how can we be better parents? That's that's my question for you. While you're thinking about that, reminder to people that you can call or text the word give to 260-436-9598. This is our fall share This is our, our big fundraiser. The bulk of how we're able to do what we do is because of these share and because of your support. And so if you've supported in the past, please consider renewing your support or upping it a little bit. Maybe if you've already dedicated to, to supporting Redeemer Radio this year, you say, you know what, I could do a little bit more than that. And you'd like to, to make a, another donation or, or, or raise your, your monthly donation. Or if you've never donated to Redeemer Radio before, you've just been a consumer and you've benefited from this in some way. You know others that have benefited in some way, like Leanne was mentioning, how she's grown in her faith because of Redeemer Radio. And you want to support that and say, you know what, I I would like this to benefit other people. Uh, You can do that right now. You can donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. You can call or text 260-436-9598. Any donation, there's no donation too big or too small. Any donation will work. And if we get 25 of them in the next seven minutes, well, we've already got a good chunk of those. So if we can get up to 25 before the end of the hour, we get a $500 bonus. So if you can please help with that, any donation, just you don't you don't even have to worry about anything right now. Just say you'd like to donate uh, via text 260-436-9598. We'll figure everything else out later. You can just text us that and and let us know that you'd like to make a donation. Uh, So while you're making your donation, while you're calling in or texting or donating online, what is some advice from a elementary school principal and and longtime teacher before (laughs) that uh, for parents or grandparents, guardians, uncles, aunts, godparents, whatever? I keep coming back to St. James's letter, faith and works. Okay. You know, faith without works is, is empty. Uh-huh. At St. Joseph, we have parents that are fabulous about teaching their kids about service. Yeah. Um, whether it's helping with the food bank or whether it's um, bringing in items that we need. Uh, right now we're doing a, a twin size bed sheet donations for um, Gabalt School down in, in Indianapolis. Um, they were started by the Knights of Columbus. They'll celebrate their 100th anniversary October 9th. Hmm. And so we're asking each family to bring a set of bed sheets in that these children will be able to take with them. And our parents have been fab- – my front office is, is full of bed sheets right now. We can always use more of them. Yeah. Um, so, so things like that where they show their faith through works. So whether it's uh, coming in and helping out and doing something so that the kids see this is what we do mm-hmm. – um, Helping out at the fall festival is much fun as that is. That's showing our our works. Yeah. Um, and, and of course, it's always important to take them to mass. So the more we can see parents at mass during the week, where the kids are there, and they say, "Oh, okay, you know, I see my parents here praying." Mm-hmm. Um, and we always send stuff home for the parents to do with their students, as far as the virtue equals faith. Yeah. Um, when it comes to the education part. Our, most of our parents, I, I would say 95% of our parents are very hands-on. 
we follow the rules of the school. We do it, uh, the, the homework that's assigned. We help our students with the homework. We reach out when we have problems. Um, we get that other 5%, which is very, very few children, and teach them to do the same thing. And sometimes it is a learning. You don't know that you need to do this. So we need to reach out better to our parents also and show them how to do it or team them up with a parent who is doing well that could kind of guide them. Um, but, boy, that was a really open-ended question. That's good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you do very many service things in the school? Is that a part of, uh, of the culture? A lot of what we do right now is collecting things. Mm -hmm. I would like to do more outreach. We do have our five grades five through eight go over and work in the food bank. Okay. So every other Monday we get a delivery of commodities, and one of the grades will go over and they'll empty the truck and put it away. Wow. On Tuesdays Great. we have two more trucks come in, and they empty those, and they help sort it and things of that nature. Um, we've reached out to Bishop Lures and their key club members come in and work the food bank also on days that we have uh, people come in to, to get some get food. Uh, so we're trying to push, we're trying to in, uh, increase the number of service opportunities we give kids. It's a work in motion as always. Yeah. Um, but our parents are very open to to any of that that we do. Um, case in point, father's pointing to it, so I have to talk about it. <laughs> Every year for Sherathon, we do a dress down day. <laughs> Oh, and the kids yeah. give donations, and this year they collected one hundred ninety dollars. Oh, wow! So our little bitty school with one hundred sixty kids collected one hundred ninety dollars. So I think that's fabulous. Nice. So, Wait, you're you're handing that to us? That's for us? Yeah. yeah. For Redeemer Radio. For Redeemer Radio. Yes. Great. So our fabulous children. That is great. Wouldn't trade them for the world. Yeah. Well, we were talking about truth and beauty, and that's the goodness, right, Father Bill? Absolutely. They. It's it's the goodness of and and I, I I'm convinced that that's how people come to faith. One of those three, or a combination of the three. Like for me, it was an intellectual argument. It was the apologetics, learning what the teach, church teaches, not just what they teach, but why. Yeah. You know, some, for some people, it's the beauty, like it's nature, it's creation. Like there's no other explanation for this, but that there's a loving God. And for some people, it's seeing the goodness and and going on mission trips and things like that. And and for most of us, it's the combination of the three. And so, yeah, integrating all of that into our schools, into our families, into our parishes is very important. So, Father Bill, I I have some final remarks here, but before we do, I want to make sure that we have some time for any closing remarks and a closing prayer, if you would. I would do that, of course. Uh, let me say one more uh, comment. One of the people you named you read uh, was uh, Bill and Sandy Beard. Yeah. I just want to express to uh, Bill, he, he just lost his sister mm. uh, two days ago in the evening, so we pray for God's uh, consolation and prayers for him and thank him and his wife and family for making donations here to Redeemer Radio. And uh, for a prayer, let's just make a sign of the cross on this day of the exaltation of that cross. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, we praise you for your wonderful love for us, made evident in the sacrifice, death, and resurrection of your son, Jesus. And so, dear God, bless us and protect us always. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. you, Kyle. Well, thank you, Father Bill, and thank you for all of the staff and, and the students at uh, St. John uh, St. Joe Hessen Castle. And I have some bad news and some good news. The bad news is we did not get the 25 pledges for that bonus $500. The good news is 
just because this hour is over doesn't mean that you can't still contribute to it. So if you're listening to this after the fact, share this on Facebook, share it on YouTube, share it on anywhere that you're we're on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Let people know about this hour. They can go and listen to it. It's on a podcast. You can search for Redeemer Radio Shareathon in any podcast app. Listen to this, and then you can still donate. And just in the memo, just say you want it to go to towards St. Joe Hessen Castle Hour, and we will add it in there. And if we get up to twenty five, we'll get that extra five hundred dollars uh, as with no extra expense. Like nobody has to do anything other than uh, those extra pledges. So a uh, five hundred dollar bonus goes a long way. So thank you so much for being here, and thank you for all of those that have supported us during this hour. We have more coming up for our Redeemer Radio Fall Shareathon. You're listening to Redeemer Radio. 